0: hello from charlotte i'm james brierton this is a special episode of the carolina weather group available exclusively for you our audio podcast subscribers last week wrapped up the 2020 hurricane season and while mother nature doesn't use a calendar as of this recording there are no areas of interest in the atlantic basin the 2020 atlantic hurricane season was the most active and the seventh costliest atlantic hurricane season on record the season featured a record-breaking 30 named tropical cyclones. After we ran out of the names on the pre-established list, you'll remember that for the second time in history, we were forced to move over to the Greek alphabet to keep naming those additional storms. In the Carolinas, storms like Bertha and Faye and Isaias moved over our lands, while storms like Arthur and Dolly and Ida flirted with our coast. After a storm is gone, communities are still left cleaning up, a fact that is well known by communities still recovering from Hurricanes Matthew and Florence and other devastating flood events in the years gone by. On this episode, two reports for you about the lingering effects of previous hurricane seasons and other flood events here in the Carolinas. We start for you in South Lumberton, North Carolina.
1: North Carolinians in the eastern part of the state end up in hospital emergency rooms for asthma treatments more than any other region, according to researchers at East Carolina University. Their study of asthma related ER visits from 2010 to 2014 found that as a group, more people in eastern counties suffered from severe asthma compared to Piedmont and western counties. The researchers say mold growth in the aftermath of flooding from hurricanes is the culprit and climate change change could make the problem worse. Mold scientist Anindya Chanda says prolonged exposure to molds can weaken the immune system.
2: If you had been diagnosed sometime before with asthma, even though you're not showing any asthma symptoms, you are more prone to mold allergies. They can make quality of life very difficult.
1: He adds mold allergy symptoms like headaches, congestion and fatigue overlap with many other conditions. So oftentimes people don't realize mold is the cause. He believes the risks from mold associated with more frequent flooding and hotter, more humid weather due to climate change is a serious public health threat. Data from the North Carolina Institute for Climate Studies indicates that hurricanes hitting the state will likely bring heavier rains in the coming decade and increase the likelihood of freshwater flooding. Chanda adds molds can quickly appear whenever there's moisture. He says after repeated flooding events, mold problems can become so severe they are cost prohibitive to fix.
2: And the reason why they need moisture is because Molds cannot make their own food like like plants, so they have to make enzymes. Those enzymes will break the substrate, and they have to absorb those digested substrates into their cells.
1: In 2016, flooding from hurricanes Matthew and Florence drove Shalonda Reagan from her home in South Lumberton. Reagan says three feet of contaminated water inundated her split-level home, and the resulting mildew triggered asthma attacks so bad she could no longer live there. She adds that her asthma has since improved and notes it's the kids in her neighborhood she worries about.
2: You imagine kids whose parents may not have transportation and it's like they have to go outside and play because they can't go to
0: like a park or something. And then they have to play around this debris all the time. It's not fair.
1: Studies by researchers in North Carolina and Georgia reveal that among children who died of asthma-related complications, 82 percent were black. Another study found that eastern North Carolina counties with the highest asthma rates were also the poorest counties, with a high proportion of black residents. This story was produced with original reporting from Lynn Bonner for the Raleigh News and Observer, with support from the Pulitzer Center on Crisis Reporting. For Public News Service, I'm Nadia Romlagan.
0: Nadia, drive south now to Marion County, South Carolina to pick up our reporting.
1: Climate change is triggering the growth of dangerous mold in people's homes on the Carolina coast. Places like Sellers, a small town in eastern South Carolina, have repeatedly been inundated with flooding, and its residents are reporting health problems such as coughing, wheezing, and headaches. Sellers sits in a naturally low-lying area, and many homes sit low to the ground with little elevation, making it easy for floodwaters to seep inside and set the stage for mold formation. University of South Carolina Environmental, Environmental health sciences professor, Dwayne Porter, says in the Carolinas, residents have little recourse when it comes to cleaning up mold or even pinpointing the problem. Mold
2: presents several challenges. First and foremost, indoor residential mold is not regulated by the federal government, nor is it regulated by state government in South Carolina.
1: He says people in disadvantaged communities often don't have much choice but to stay in their homes. But some lawmakers, such as South Carolina State Representative Roger Kirby, a Democrat from Florence, says communities like Sellers need help. Last year, Kirby served on a state mold study. Study committee that recommended South Carolina begin programs to better educate people about the hazards of mold. Mold forms where there's moisture and heat, and Porter believes mold threats will worsen in the coming decade. One study found the fungus began to sprout up in homes in the northeastern U.S. five years after mold caused by flooding from 2012's Hurricane Sandy had been cleaned up.
2: Increased flooding, uh, changes in precipitation changes in storm, we are potentially exposing any number of communities and the residents within the communities to this significant public health concern.
1: According to the National Weather Service, since 2015, Sellers had three of its wettest years in the past century, receiving anywhere from 10 inches to more than a foot of rain above normal. Prolonged mold exposure can weaken the immune system and make people more vulnerable to the coronavirus. Porter says public health and environmental regulatory sectors need to do a better job educating communities.
2: We have got to work to develop culturally appropriate resources to work alongside these communities so that they can begin to better understand the the magnitude of this public health concern and what steps they can take to try to avoid it or to mitigate the the issue.
1: Cleaning up mold-infested homes often requires tearing out sheetrock and other materials that soak up water and foster the growth of the fungus and can cost tens of thousands of dollars. The Federal Emergency Management Agency says it does not provide individual aid for mold cleanup following big storms. This story was produced with a Original reporting from Sammy Fretwell for The State in Columbia, South Carolina. And the Raleigh News and Observer with support from the Pulitzer Center on Crisis Reporting. For Public News Service, I'm Nadia Romlagan.
0: Thank you to Nadia for those reports and the North Carolina Public News Service. An extensive look back at the 2020 hurricane season coming your way this month on the Carolina Weather Group. Later this week, you'll hear our conversation with Mark Suddeth, a hurricane tracker and documentary filmmaker from Hurricanetrack.com. He'll be returning to our show. And we're also excited to welcome back the Weather Channel's Jim Cantori. If you have a question for Jim, we'd love to hear it. Use the link in the description of this episode to record a question for Jim. And you might just hear yourself on the upcoming show. And don't forget, you can unlock early access to select Carolina Weather Group episodes by becoming a financial supporter of the Carolina Weather Group. Join us for just $3 a month at patreon.com slash carolinaweathergroup. There's a link to that as well in the description of this episode. That does it for now. I'm James Briarton in Charlotte. We'll talk to you again real soon. Be well.